Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. Well, poop. That series was fun. A real gut punch. A real gut puncher. Mm, burp there. All right. Yeah. That's why I should probably just call this episode tonight. Punch in the gut. Just punch in the gut. Just basically, that's what it's called. Because that's basically how this whole series basically turned out. Just a huge, big gut puncher. Where we basically lost the series three games to four. Yeah, not great. To the basic division leading Toronto Blue Jays. Where we had people out and valuable people that could have helped us in this game. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into the recap. All right, box scores. So, um, Monday's game, let's see. Let's go. Come on. Monday's game. Hold on. I need to do something real quick. All right. So, Monday, getting there. All right. Here we are. So, game one, Blue Jays, they just had a lot of offense just going for them. Um, So, basically, yeah, so they basically turned it on in the eighth inning. Red Sox couldn't get anything done. Well, they also got some runs in the eighth inning. Had the lead, but then basically blew it. Um, Matt Strong, yeah, basically Matt Strong came in and, yeah, he basically couldn't hold it. Red Sox ended up losing this game 6-2. to they are now seven and ten at this point, so not great at all. All right, box score. Here we go. All right, leading off and playing center field was Kike Hernandez. He went one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right, batting second and playing left field was a uh, Alex Verdugo. He went zero for three, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Sander Bogarts. He went one for four. So he keeps on that hit streak at this point, too. So, yeah, so I think it's – I'm not really sure where we're at at this point. Um, so he is now – so he didn't score a run, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting fourth and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went one for four. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting fifth and playing DH uh, is J.D. Martinez. So he made the trip. He is one for four. I think welcome back. Uh, Yeah. So basically that was the first hit of the game too. Basically leadoff double in the second inning. So pretty good. So he is 0 for four. Or so he he went one for four, as I said. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out twice. Batting sixth and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 0 for 3, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 or 1 walk, and he struck out 0 times. Batting seventh and playing first base was Bobby Dahlback. He went 2 for 4, so a pretty good night from him. Uh, 1 run, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. Batting eighth and playing second base was Christian Arroyo. He went 1 for 3, 1 run, no RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. And then Batty ninth and your catcher, welcome back, Kevin Pawecki. He went uh, 0 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. Did he play in Tampa? 
That might have been the game you might have came back from. I don't know. Hold on. It doesn't doesn't look like it. Maybe Saturday's game. Yeah. Um. Hold on. We're trying to look up something. Because we might. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. This is the first game back. This is his first game back. All right. So welcome back, Cam Pawlicki from the COVID list. Pretty good. All right. So as I said, the only offense they really did was like basically doubles from JD Martinez and Rafael Devers. That's about it. <clears throat> All right, Red Sox pitching. Here we go. Battling with a sore throat here, so just bear with me, guys. All right. Uh, so Nathan Evaldi, he got the start. He pitched seven innings. He gave up five hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out five, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 3.32 ERA. Matt Strom, he came in and pitched uh, 0.1 innings and also got the loss, so he is now 1-1 one one at this point. Gave up two hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. Walked nobody, struck out zero, gave up zero home runs, and let the game of a three-point for 86 ERA. Tyler Danish, he came in and pitched uh, 0.2 innings, so he's back with the club because he has sub for uh, both uh, – um, Tanner Houck and uh, Cutter Crawford, or, well, for both uh, Tanner Houck and Cutter Crawford. Oh, yeah, that was the other uh, person who couldn't make the trip because he was not vaccinated, uh, Cutter Crawford. So just want to let you know that. All right, but he'll be back for this uh, or upcoming Orioles series. All right, so uh, so as I said, Tyler Danish, he gave up three hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 4.81 ERA. And that was the Bullbachet home run, but we'll get into that in a little bit. All right. Blue Jays box scores. Here we go. Uh, leading off and playing center field, the New Britain, Connecticut native, uh, George Springer. He went uh, two or uh, two for four. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting second and playing shortstop, the son of former big leaguer, and former Red Sox Dante Bassett or Dante Bassett or Bouchette, or Dante Bachet, Bo Bachet, he went uh, one for four, one run, four RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. So he had a pretty good night, RBIs wise. Then leading up, or then batting third and playing first base, the son of Hall of Famer Vladimir Guerrero, Vlad or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He went one for four. One or zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting fourth and playing DH, the brother of uh, Astros uh, first baseman, Yuri Gurriel, Loris Gurriel Jr. He uh, bat at Batterford and said played DH. He went two for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one. So he had a pretty good night. All right. And then pin, or pinch running and also playing DH for uh, Gurriel was. Goshke uh, or Tako or or Kato. Or yeah, Goshke Kasho. Uh, he did not get at bat whatsoever, and we so there's no point going over that. We keep butchering this guy's name. I I knew it right off the bat, but I just having a hard time just remembering it. Right. Batting fifth and playing third base, uh, Matt Chapman. He went one for four, one run, zero or one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Right, batting six and playing catcher was Alejandro Kirk. He went 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, 
Batty seventh and playing left field was a uh, Ramon Tapia. He went one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting for or uh, and then uh, batting eighth and playing second base, the former Red Sox farmhand sent or Santiago Espinal. This was the guy that we traded in the Steve Pierce or Steve Pierce trade to get him in 2018. If you're wondering, he won one for free. One run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. And then batting ninth and playing right field was Bradley Zimmer. He went one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, so the offense for them, uh, a double from uh, Guriel Jr. And then home runs also by Guriel Jr., his second of the year in the fifth inning off of uh, Nathan Evaldi with zero on and zero out. And then Matt Chapman went yard in the seventh inning also off Evaldi. Uh, his third of the year was zero on and two out. So Fox, your favorite player, well, former for, favorite player, basically homered off us. Oh, Matt Chapman. <laughs> All right. And then Bo Bichette, this was the gut puncher um, in the eighth inning off of Tyler Danish, his second of the year with for three on and one out. All right. Pitching. Here we go. Uh, Jose Barrios, he gets a start. He pitched seven innings, gave up five hits, surrendered two runs. All two of those runs were earned, walked one person, struck out four, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.91 ERA. And then I believe Adam Cinder or Adam Sim, Cinder or Simber, he came in and pitched an inning and got the win. So he's now 4 0, but he also got blown save two at this point, but that was when we had the lead. So he has two blown saves at this point, gave up a hit. Surrendered a run. Arment gave up a hit, but he did not surrender a run. And none of those runs were earned. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.00 ERA. All right. Julian Merriweather came in and pitched an inning. He gave up a hit, but he did not surrender a run. And none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.14 ERA. All right. Game summary. Here we go. All right. So... Nothing up going on until the bottom of the fifth. And as this is where uh, Loris Goriel Jr., he hits his home run in the left center field to make it a one nothing Blue Jays lead. And then 2 nothing Blue Jays as Matt Chapman, he homers in the center field in the bottom of the seventh inning. Just a solo homer. And then in the eighth inning, Kiki Hernandez, he hits a uh, or singles into left field to score Bobby Dahlback, make it. A 2-1, Blue Jays still lead at this point. Then tied it up as Alex Verdugo. He hits a sack fly in the center field to score. Or Christian Arroyo make it, as I said, tie ball game 2-2. And then in the bottom of the eighth, this is where the real gun puncher was. With the bases loaded, Bo Bichette hits Grand Slam in the right field. Espinel scores, Zimmer scores, and Springer scores. And also Bichette, or Bichette basically scores to make it a 6-2. Blue Jays lead. That's where your final score would stand. Yuck. <sighs> All right. Here we go. All right. So, yeah. Just offensive troubles again until like the eighth inning. It's just I don't know what we're doing. I really don't know what we're doing. I wonder if anybody else has the same problems that we're doing too. Although I did see Sultan, um, the 3-0 take, which is an MLB podcast I 
somewhat or uh, pretty much listened to. So they um, had uh, did a little graphic just recently. I kind of want to show you a little bit of the stats that they uh, basically posted. Um, we'll give credit to them. Yeah, so basically the Frio Take podcast. So they basically put out a graphic of uh, how offense around the MLB is basically down too. So it's just not us too. So yeah, three or two thirty two batting average, three oh eight on base percentage, which isn't good. A three eighty or three sixty eight slugging percentage and a six hundred and seventy six ops. Sit entering uh entering July or April the twenty fifth. So which was this game or this day's game. So yeah. So I mean, it still shouldn't really excuse the fact that our offense is down. I just feel like – I just don't know. I, I just really want to feel like it – I'm trying to feel – trying to make it sound like we really don't suck. I'm just trying to just make it sound like – I'm just trying to make myself believe that that we don't suck kind of deal. Yeah. Well, may, and going back to the low offensive all leagues, I wonder if just the fact that – so here's the thing. This is how we're offense this month because the MLB dead or dead ended the balls to the point where they're not used anymore. Because that was a complaint like way back in 2019. Someone, I believe it was Justin Verlander, made the complaint. I think during the All Star game, something like that, during a press conference, saying that, "Oh yeah, the MLB juices the balls. It's so pathetic. Uh, it's hurting us pitchers." Jeez, and that's basically where they decided to. Um, deaden the balls to make it so the pitchers won't feel so bad again. I don't know. I feel like they could have compromised too, like make it so make a workable ball that actually works, like one that hitters will be able to hit, but pitchers will be able to grip too. I don't know. The MLB will do what the MLB will do. Just sucks. All right. That's all I got for this game. All right, game two. Um, so we basically had, as as I said before, no offense up until the eighth inning. That's where we started scoring the runs, and at that point, we almost had the lead. We had the lead five to two heading into the ninth inning, and then a couple of doubles. Deakman looks like he was going to get out of it, but he doesn't. He uh, Gets up a ball right down the middle to George Springer, who ties up the ball game. We go in extras, and we lose this one on a walk-off in 10 innings, 6-5 at this point. I just – this game just made it sound like – I mean, even though we had the 10th inning to work with, I felt like we're not going to win this game. I felt like I, – I just felt dead inside. I felt like that scene for the departed where uh, – Sullivan and Koskin are like on the rooftop. It's around the end. And uh Sullivan is basically like they're in the elevator. That yeah, Koskin has a uh, Sullivan uh, locked or a handcuffed. And then Sullivan says, just fucking kill me. Just fucking kill me. Kind of deal. And that's why I kind of felt too. I just felt just end this game. Just fucking end this game. This isn't fun anymore. And that's and that's that's the whole thing. It's just the whole, yeah, it's just Sorry, we curse right there, but we don't worry. We'll put the explicit uh, icon on. But yeah, that's what I mean. So at this point, the Red Sox are seven and eleven. At this point, 
Let's get into the box scores. Let's just end this thing right now. All right. Come on. Let's go. All right. Red Sox box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing second base was Trevor Story. He went one for five. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. And then um, let, and then uh, bang second and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went 0 for 4, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting third and playing shortstop was Andrew Bogarts. He went 3 for 5, so pretty nice night. Another hit, free hit game. All right. Scored two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting uh, fourth and playing DH was J.D. Martinez. He went one for five, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out twice. Batting fifth and playing center field was Kike Hernandez. He went uh, one for three, zero runs, two RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting sixth and playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks. And he struck out two of those four bats. All right. Batting seventh and playing first base was Bobby Dahlbeck. He went 0 for three, zero runs, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out all three of those at bats. All right. Batting eighth and or batting eighth and playing third base was uh, Christian Arroyo. He went 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once of those uh, two at bats. All right. Pinch hitting and playing third base was Rafael Devers. He went one for two, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then batting ninth and playing catcher was Christian Vasquez. He went two for three, so pretty nice night. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. As I said, the only real offense was basically just a couple doubles from uh, J.D. Martinez, Trevor Story, and then uh, Xander Bogarts, but that's about it. So yeah, nothing. Yeah, well, stolen base from uh, Sander Bogarts. All right, I did. Yeah, we should me- mention that too. Sander Bogarts stole base in the second net, second inning. Or wait, no, no, sec- stole second. No, all right. I don't know why he stole that base. All right, so he did steal base. All right, here we are. Red Sox pitching. All right, uh, Nick Pavetta. He pitched uh, four point two innings. Gave up three hits, surrendered two runs, and all two of those runs were earned. He walked four people, struck out six, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with an 8.27 ERA. Right. Here, Kazu Salamora, he came in and pitched 0.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. Austin Davis, he came in and pitched 1.2 innings. He gave up a hit, but he did not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.12 ERA. Ryan Brazier, he came in and pitched 0.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 3.60 ERA. All right, Hanzo Robles, he came in and pitched an inning. Gave up a hit, but he did not surrender a run, and definitely no earned runs. He walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 0.00 ERA. All right. Jake Diekman, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings. He gave up three hits. Well, actually, here, he also blown the save, so he has his first blown save of the year. Um, He gave up three hits. 
He surrendered three runs, and all three of them were earned. He walked nobody, struck out no or struck out two, gave up one home run, and left the game with a 6.75 ERA. Right. Matt Barnes came in and pitched uh, 0.2 innings. He uh, gave up it, gave up no hits, surrendered a run, but that one run was not earned. Uh, walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.35 ERA. All right, and then Matt Strom came in and pitched 0.2 or 0.1 innings. Uh, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game on 3.68 ERA. All right. Blue Jays box scores. Here we go. All right, so leading off and playing center or right field was uh, George Springer. He went two for five, one run, three RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Uh, bat, or batting, batting second and playing shortstop was Bo Bichette. He went 0 for four. One run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. Batting third and playing DH was Vladimir, or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He went 0 for 3. One run, zero RBIs, two walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting fourth and playing catcher was uh, Zach Collins. He went 1 for 3. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. Then uh, substituting for him and uh, playing catcher was uh, – hold on, I got to see this dude – um, Tyler Heideman, he came or he went. Uh, he did not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his stats. Pinch hitting for him and playing catcher was Alejandro Kirk. He uh, went one for one, uh, one, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting fifth and playing for base was Matt Chapman. He went 0 for five, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out three of those five at bats. Right, batting six and playing left field was Ramal Tapia. He went one for four, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Right, batting uh, second and playing uh, or batting or batting seventh and playing second base was uh, Santiago Espinal. He went three for three, so a pretty good night. One run, two RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting for or batting eighth and playing first base was Gauthier, uh Tokochi. Uh, he went or or uh, Taco or Taco. He went uh, 0 for two, zero one or one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Pinch hitting for him and playing first base was a uh, uh, Lor Oriel Gar or Loris Garcia or Loris Goriel. He yeah, he went Loris Goriel Jr. He went 0 for uh, one, zero run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out that one at bat. All right, and then batting ninth and playing center field was a uh, or Bradley Simmer. He went 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. All right, all right, and then uh, batting set, and then uh, the only offense was basically a double by uh, Ramon Tapia and uh, Santiago Espinal, and then um, a home run by George Springer, his fourth in the ninth inning off of Deakman. One on and two out. All right, pitching. Kevin Gosman, he came in and pitched uh, or got the start and pitched six innings. Gave up four hits. Surrendered a run. That one run was not earned, though. Walked nobody. Struck out nine. Gave up zero home runs and left the game with 2.19 ERA. All right, Trevor Richards, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody. Struck out two. Gave up zero home runs. And left the game the 1.17 ERA. 
Uh, Yomi uh, Garcia came in and pitched uh, 0.1 innings and got blown save. So his first of the year, four hits, four runs, all four of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.32 ERA. All right. And then uh, David Phelps, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings, gave up a hit, surrendered a run, or surrendered no runs, and definitely no earned runs. Walked nobody, get, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.45 ERA. Ryan Barocchi, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERM. Then Jordan Romano, he came in and pitched an inning and got the win, so he's now 1-1 one one for the year. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.93 ERM. All right. Summary, here we go. So... Start off with in the third inning, George Springer. He singles into left field to score uh, to Co to make it a 1-0 uh, Blue Jays lead. Then in the top of the fourth inning, Kiki Hernandez. He hits a sack fly into center field to score Xander Bogarts. Tied the ball game up 1-1. In the bottom of the fourth, though, just like that, uh, Espinal, he singles in the center field to score uh, Guerrero or Vlad Guerrero. They're making a two-to-one Blue Jays lead, but in the top of the eighth inning, Trevor Story comes up big as he doubles into center field to score. Rafael Devers tie the ball game up two-two. Um, then a sack fly by uh, Al- or uh, Alex Verdugo to make it to score. Uh, Christian Vasquez to make it a three-to-two Red Sox lead. Then Bogarts he doubles into. Uh, doubles into left field to score Trevor Story, 4-2 Red Sox lead. Then 5-2 as Kiki Hernandez singles into uh, off of, by the third or uh, by third base to score Bogarts. Then in the bottom of the ninth, this is where the real explosion happens. Um, Espinal, he doubles into a right field to score uh, Tapia, make it a 5-3 to three Blue Jays lead. And then with two out, Springer homers, two-run homer to tie up the game, 5-5. Five, five. Uh, him and uh, Espinal score. Then in the bottom of the 10th, this is where the game ended. Sack fly by Tapia, basically scores uh, Bouchette. Blue Jays win 6-5. to five. That's where your final score would stand. All right. So Deakman, he he just struggled. Just come. He's been struggling lately. I don't know what is up. I really am not turning into a fan. I'm really starting to lose faith in Deakman right now. And I hope I'm wrong. Hopefully he figures it out. But I mean, he struggled up to that point. I thought, okay, so he gave up the double to Tapia and Espinal. I thought, okay, all right, yeah, maybe just double the just get two outs. He gets the two outs. And then with Springer, they thought, oh, let's maybe not bring Barnes in because Barnes has struggled against his former college teammate um, Springer. So, And it has been known in the past that Diekman has done well against uh, Springer in the past. So I thought, okay, this – and they were talking about this on the radio broadcast too of that game. I thought, okay, this, this makes sense. All right, leave him in. Let him get the outs. Well, he puts one right down the middle. 
Yep. Springer just takes it out of the yard. And I thought, whoa, why? Why? I just thought, okay, just end this game now. I don't care if, care if we go to extra innings and we come back. It's just, it just end this game. This isn't fun anymore. This really isn't. That is a, that is a real punt or punch or a gut puncher right there. That one inning right there. And that's all I got to say about that game. All right. We're running out of time in this uh, um, recording segment, so we will go to break, come back and finish with the uh, games three and four, and then go from there. All right. <clears throat> We're back. All right. Let's talk about game three. And thankfully, this game happens to be pretty good. We get off to a good start, and then we end the game in a really good start. We score late in the game to take the lead, and we end up winning this game and breaking the four-game skid as we win 7-1. to one. We are now 8-11 and 11 at this point. All right. Alex Cora has also returned, too. We'll get into that, too. All right. So Red Sox box scores. Here we go. All right. Leading off, playing second base, Trevor Story. He went one for free, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out twice. Then batting, uh, for, or then uh, batting second and playing left field was Alex Verdugo. He went one for five, so he broke an over for this game. Uh, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting, uh, for, batting third and playing shortstop was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went four for four, so a pretty good night. Two runs, one RBI, one walk, and he struck out zero times. So pretty good night from old Bogey. Uh, batting fourth and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went two for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting sixth and playing or uh, batting fifth and playing DH was uh, JD Martinez. He went two for four, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. And then pinch hitting for him and also playing DH was a uh, Rob Ref Snyder. He went one for one, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then batting sixth and playing center field was Kike Hernandez. He went one for four, one run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. Batting for or then uh, batting, I can't talk. Batting seventh and playing third base or playing right field was Jackie Bradley Jr. He went 0 for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting of eighth and playing first base was. Um, Bobby Dahlbeck, he went 0 for free, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. And then batting ninth and playing catcher, Kevin Puecki, he went one for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. So the offense basically was basically a couple of doubles from, so we're leading in that category. All right, league leading, I think, um, was basically Devers on the Devers. I can't talk. It was Devers, J.D. Martinez, Kiki Hernandez, and then Rob Rep Snyder as your basically, yeah. All right, and then here we are, Red Sox pitching. Michael Walker, he gets start. He pitches six innings and gets the win, so he's now 2-0 for the year. So he's pretty much – so he's basically impressing us. All right, awesome. Attaway Waka. I was going to say – so. I was going to try to make a little bit of uh, Waka, but yeah, yeah. Continue. All right. He gave him four hits. He surrendered a run. 
and that one run was earned, though. Uh, walked two people, struck out five, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.77 ERA. Uh, Jake Diebman comes in and pitched 0.2 innings, but this time he does pretty good. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He did walk a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.00 ERA. Here, Kazu Salamora comes in and pitches 0.1 innings. He did give up a hit, but he did not surrender to run, and that one run was not earned, obviously. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.57 ERA. John Schreiber, he comes in and makes his Red Sox season debut and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00 ERA. Yeah, so that was the other guy we brought up to to replace – Cutter Crawford and uh, Tanner Houck. Tyler Danish, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. He walked nobody. He didn't strike out anybody, though. He didn't give up a home run, though, and left the game with a 3.86 ERA. Pretty good. All right. Blue Jays' uh, box score, here we go. So leading off and playing center field was uh, George Springer. He went two for four. Zero runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting second and playing shortstop was uh, Bo Bichette. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting uh, third and playing playing first base was uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He went 0 for four, zero runs, one RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then batting fourth and playing DH was Zach Collins. He went 0 for 3, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he struck out twice. All right. Batting fifth and playing left field was uh, Loris Goriel Jr. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out one of those four bats. Then uh, batting sixth and playing left field was uh, Ramon Tapia. He went 0 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out one of those four bats also. All right. Batting seventh and playing third base was Matt Chapman. He went 0 for 3, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he struck out one of those three at bats. All right. Batting sec- or batting eighth and playing second base was Goche Cacho. Uh, he went 1 for 2, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out 0 times. And then pinch hitting for him and playing second base was Santiago Espinol. He went 0 for 4 or 0 for 1, 0 runs, 0 RBIs. One walk, and he struck out zero times. And then catching, or then batting ninth and playing catcher was uh, Tyler Heideman. He went one for free, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then the real offense of this game was Cato's uh, double and like based off of Waka, nothing else. They did get, or uh, Bouchette did stole base, so that's about his second of the year. Yeah. And then, uh, or then, uh, yeah, I can't talk. All right, Blue Jays pitching. Here we go. Uh, so Ross Stripling, who I do, res- that's the only Blue Jay on that team I do really do respect at this point, or kind of do like at this game. Ross Stripling, um, he uh, pitched five innings and got the start. He gave up five hits. He surrendered a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody. Struck out seven, which he, which is odd because he really has struggled against us this year or last year, 
He gave up zero home runs and left the game with a 3.86 or 3.60 ERA. All right. Trent Fortin, he came in and pitched an inning and got the loss, so he's now 0-1 for the year. He gave him three hits, surrendered two runs, and two of those runs were earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.70 ERA. Right. Trevor Richards, he came in and pitched 0.2 innings, zero runs, zero or zero hits, zero runs, zero RBIs, two walks. I mean, yeah, I can't talk. Gave him zero zero hits, surrendered two. <laughs> gave up zero hits, surrendered zero runs, zero of them were earned. Walked two people, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a one point oh eight ERA. Right, and then this dude. So new, and then uh, Taylor uh, or Sedito, he came in and pitched uh, 0.1 innings, gave up zero hits, surrendered zero runs, zero of them were earned, walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 13.50 ERA. Julian Merriweather, he came in and pitched an inning, two hits, surrendered two runs, and two of them were earned, and all two of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave him zero home runs, and let the game a 6.75 year end. Andrew Velasquez, he, or Andrew Vasquez, he comes in and pitches 0.1 innings, surrenders two, or gives up two hits, surrenders two runs, and all two of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 54.00 ERA. Wow. All right. And the last guy. Uh, Bowden Francis, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings, gives up the hit, gives up a hit, but he did not sur- but he does not surrender a run and definitely all home runs, obviously. Um, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with 0.02 ERA. All right. Summary, here we go. So right off the bat, the Red Sox do get on the board in the top of the first inning. Rafael Devers, he doubles. Into center field, two scores, Xander Bogarts make it a one nothing Red Sox lead. But then the Blue Jays basically tied that game or tied that up as Vlad Guerrero he uh, grounds in or grounds out into a sack ground out or ground force out to score. Um, Heidemann, as I said, tied ball game one one, and then top of the six, JD Martinez he singles into right field, two scores, Xander Bogarts. Uh, two to one Red Sox lead, and then uh, Kiki Hernandez he hits a sack fly into uh, center field to score. Uh, Devers make it three to one Red Sox, and then in the top of the eighth inning, uh, Kiki Hernandez he doubles into left field to score. JD Martinez make it a four to one Red Sox lead, then five to one as Bobby Dahlbeck he hits a sack fly into right field to score. Kiki Hernandez, and then the top of the ninth inning. Xander Bogarts, he hits a single, one of his four hits of the night, which deflects off of third baseman uh, Matt Chapman. That scores Trevor Story to make it a 6-1 Red Sox lead. Then 7-1 as Rob Schneider gets in the game as he doubles in to left field to score Alex Verdugo. And that's where your final score would stand. Red Sox win 7-1. This game is special, too, because guess who's back? Old AC. Our manager, your manager, my manager, Alex Cora. He is back after being gone from COVID or being gone with COVID. 
So he is back. So awesome. Pretty good. And hopefully at this point, him returning hopefully gives the Red Sox basically an energy boost at this point because we really do need it at this point. I mean, he there's something about Alex Cora that gives the players in that clubhouse just something to really want to fight for, Condio. And they want to play for him. And that's why I feel like they'll do whatever they can to try to win for him. They It might not work out all the time, but they'll find a little bit of a way to uh, play for the guy. And not a knock on Will Venable. I just felt like that. I just felt like the guy got kind of got thrown into that situation and just did have no idea what, how to like really handle the situation. And that still like Will Venable, but still, I mean, we know who the real manager is, and it's AC at this point. Yeah. All right. Game four. And the series finale, here we go. All right. Well, the party is short-lived as the Red Sox basically just once again just couldn't get anything going against uh, Alex Manoa, the basically uh, Blue Jays ace. They only get like four hits off in this game and basically just leave Garrett Whitlock out to dry. So as the Red Sox lose this game, one nothing to just get blown or just get shut out. They're now 8-12 and 12 at this point. So, yeah, not great. Here we go. All right. Leading off and playing second base, Trevor Story. He went 0 for free, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 1 walk, and he struck out 1 of the 3 at-bats. Batting, uh, batting second and playing left field was Alex Dugo. He went 1 for free or 1 for 4, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out once. Batting third or batting third and playing third base was uh, Rafael Devers. He went one for four, oh, or uh, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Then batting four and then uh, batting fourth and playing center field was Kike Hernandez. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting fifth and playing right field was uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. He went zero for four, so he just keeps on slumping. Um, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out one of those four at bats. Then batting six, or uh, yeah, that's right. Batting six and playing shortstop was uh, Christian Arroyo. He went one for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting seventh and playing first base was uh, Bobby Dahlback. He went uh, 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting eighth and playing uh, DH was a uh, Travis Shaw. He is still over. He is he went over two, so he still does not have a hit this season. No runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. And then pinch hitting for him and playing DH was uh, Xander Bogarts. He went uh, over for, or over one, so his hit streak does come to an end. Zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. And then batting ninth and playing catcher was uh, Christian Vasquez. He went 0 for free, 0 runs, 0 RBIs, 0 walks, and he struck out once. So really the only offense in this game was basically a double by Kiki Hernandez, but that was just about it. Oh, and a stolen base by uh, Christian Arroyo. All right, so we're getting another stolen base column. All right. All right. We did have a fielding error by Arroyo. When I'm looking here, all right. All right, Red Sox pitching. Here we go. All right. 
Garrett Whitlock, he gets a start, so he pitched three innings, but sadly he gets the loss, so he is now one and one for the year. Gave up four hits. He surrendered a run, but that run, but that one run was not earned though. Uh, walked or uh, walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.54 ERA. All right. Then uh, Pitt Cubs, and then uh, coming in substitute for him was uh, Austin Davis. He pitched 0.2 innings, no hits, no runs, and definitely no earned runs. He walked only one person, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.87 ERA or 89 ERA. John Schreiber, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings. He gave us he gives up a hit, but he did not, but he does not surrender a run and definitely no earned runs, obviously. Uh walked one, nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 0.00. And then Ryan Brazier, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game. With a three or three point oh ERA, or uh, Matt Barnes, he comes in and pitches an inning, no hits, no runs, no earned runs, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a five point forty ERA. And then Hansel Robles, he comes in and pitches an inning, he does give up a hit though, but he does not surrender a run, and definitely not an earned run. He walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a zero point zero. All right, Blue Jays box scores. Here we go. All right, um, George Springer, he comes in and pitches, or uh, leading off and playing DH was uh, George Springer. He uh, goes 0 for free, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting second and playing uh, shortstop was uh, Bo Bichette. He went one for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. And then uh, batting third and playing left field, was a Lawrence Goriel Jr. He went one for four, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Right. Batting fourth and playing right field was a Ramal Tapia. He went 0 for three, zero runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out zero times. Batting fifth and playing third base was a Matt Chapman. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out twice. All right. Batting sixth and playing catcher was uh, Alejandro Kirk. He went two for four, zero runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. Then batting set or batting seven, the playing second base was uh, Santiago Espinal. He went one for four, zero runs, zero RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. Batting for, or batting eighth and playing first base was Goche or Cato. He went uh, 0 for two, zero runs, zero RBI, one walk, and he struck out zero times. And then batting uh or in, and then batting ninth and playing center field was Bradley Zimmer. He went over free, zero runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right, so the only real basically like other offense major offense was basically a double by uh Matt Chapman. The well actually there was a single RBI single by Kurt, but we'll get into that in a little bit. All right. Or uh, Blue Jays pitching. Here we go. Alex Manoa gets the start and pitches seven inning and gets the win. So he's now four and zero for the year. Uh, gives up three hits, surrendered zero, or zero runs and zero earned runs. He walked one person, struck out seven, gave us zero home runs, and left the game with a one point forty four ERA. 
Adam Simber, he comes in and pitches an inning. He gives up zero hits. He surrenders zero runs and definitely no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out zero, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.80 ERA. Jordan Romano, he comes in, pitches an inning, and gets his uh, ninth save of the season. He does give up a hit, though, but he, did not sur- but he does not surrender a run and definitely not earn a run. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 1.74 ERA. <clears throat> All right, so the real offense in this game, in the bottom of the third, Alejandro Kirk, he singles into left field to score Gurriel Jr. to make it a 1-0 Blue Jays lead. That's where your final score would stand. Nothing else happens. So, yeah, that's the end of the series. Not great. Yeah. So, basically, Garrett Woodlock did not really have that bad of a game. He didn't really strike out a lot of people at all. and But he really didn't give up. And he did give up a run, but it wasn't really that it wasn't really an earned run. I mean, he pitched pretty decent. Just pretty decent. It's it just the offense just couldn't once again just can't be found. I mean, seriously. I mean, really, where is the offense? Guys, come on. Our offense is supposed to be scary. Our lineup is supposed to be scary. I mean, I feel like they'll eventually figure it out eventually. They'll eventually the bats will finally start coming to life. It's just it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of when and a matter of it's just a matter of when. That's what I'm gonna say. That's only what I meant to say. All right. Let's go to break and then we'll come back and do uh minor league box scores and then uh yeah, then go from and then uh college up or then our college baseball segment and then yeah, wrap it up for the few other things. All right, so don't go anywhere. All right, we are back. All right, let's start with the uh, minor league box scores. All right, so Tuesday, um, so the only people that did play were uh, Portland and uh, Greenville. Uh, Salem and uh, Worcester did not play because of rain. They will play two doubleheaders on Wednesday. All right, so uh, Portland, here we go. So they played the Somerset Patriots, which is basically double-A affiliate of the Yankees. So, unfortunately, not a lot going on in this game on except the fact that the Red Sox do lose or the Sea Dogs do lose this game in 10 innings to the Patriots 2 to 1 so not great at all not great at all uh-uh so they are now 9 to 7 at this point and then for the Greenville Drive despite home runs from uh, Northcutt and uh Joe Davis um unfortunately Red Sox just couldn't have enough to get the done uh Red Sox do lose to the Hickory Crawdads, 10 to 6. They are now 7 and 9 after went or after Tuesday. Then we move on to Wednesday. So Worcester, as I said, played two or two doubleheaders, which by the way, that's two games. Um, so game one, they uh took from the Buffalo uh, Bisons. Uh that's their series for this week. Um as they won this game in, or a seven inning doubleheader, yeah, they're doing seven seven inning doubleheaders in uh, uh, the minor leagues. So they win this game four to two in seven inning doubleheader. Home runs for Jeter Downs and uh, Christian uh, or then uh, Christian Stewart, and then Connor Siebel had a pretty good uh, game. He went two or uh, two and uh, so he's now two and zero oh so far, so pretty good. Yeah, as they win this game four to two. 
as they are now seven or eleven and eight at this point. Unfortunately, game two, Kyle Hart gets a start. He does not do well, and despite a home run by uh, Fitzy or Ryan Fitzgerald, they do not win this game as they lose seven to five to Buffalo. They are now eleven and nine at this point. All right, and then Portland. So they played, as I said, the Patriots again. Um, is the spy a home run by Izzy William or Izzy Wilson? Uh, just Red Sox just couldn't get our way off. Oh, poor, hold on. Yeah, so actually, oh no, actually, never mind. Portland actually did win this game. Also, they win this game two to one. As I said, Izzy Wilson do, does go yard, his first home run of the year. As the Sea Dogs win this game two to one, they are now 10 and seven at this point. All right. And then uh, Greenville Drive, they do play against the Crawdads again. Uh, and they basically just get blown out slash shut out. They lose this one 11 to, 11 to nothing. Uh, they are now 7 at the 10 at this point, so not great at all. Yuck. All right. And then um, Salem, they do play a doubleheader, 7 innings. Also, uh, first game, they do lose this one 4 to 3. Uh, <coughs> this is a 1 4 to 3. They're now 8-8 eight eight at this point. And then in the second game, they did uh, Campbell was for a no-hitter at this point. And then a home run by uh, Tyler Miller, his second of the year. As the Salem Red Sox win this game, 8 to nothing. They're now 9-8 at this point. All right. All right. And then today, or Thursday, all right, so... Basically, nothing really going on this game or today either. Uh, Worcester does play Buffalo again. They do lose this one 5-4. to four. Not great. So, they are now 11-10 at this point. Just uh, Tommy Panoe, he just couldn't get a dub in this one. So, he's now 1-1 one one for the year. Not great. Then Portland, they do play again. Or then Portland, they play the Somerset Patriots again. And they just get blown out by this one. 15-3, despite a home run by uh, Drearden. Just nothing going on in this game. So they are now 10-8 and eight at this point. Then Greenville, they do play against the Crawdads again. And despite a home run by uh, Gilberto Jimenez, Re or Greenville Drive just, just couldn't get the job done as they lose this one 4-3. They are now 7-11 at this point, so not great. And then Salem, same thing. A home run by uh, Nathan uh, Hickey just couldn't. Uh, couldn't like stop the or stop uh the Red Sox from losing to the Lynchburg Hillcats, as I said. Um, as they lose, that's their uh, week's opponent, the Lynchburg Hillcats. Uh, as they lose six to three, they are now nine and nine at this point. <clears throat> and then, as I said, tomorrow they will play against the uh, same thing. So the Worcester Red Sox will play against Buffalo again, six forty-five Eastern time. <clears throat> Portland will play against the Somerset uh, or Somerset Patriots again, 6:35 Eastern Time. Greenville Drive will play the Hickory uh, Crawdads again at seven or seven o'clock Eastern Time, and then Salem will play against the uh, Lynchburg Hillcats, 6:30 Eastern Time. All right, that's it. All right, <clears throat> college baseball box scores. Here we go. So Wright State did not play uh, at all this midweek. 
but they do play tomorrow against us, a three-game series against uh, Youngstown State, home of the Penguins. Yeah. And then, uh, as I said, Central Missouri, they won't play also until tomorrow against a series uh, or a regular regular series finale. Um, Well, series that will wrap up the regular season against uh, Fort Hayes State. And then, let's see, and that. Uh, UMass Boston, they did play, so they are now 21 and 11 at this point and 9 and 2 in conference play. Let's see what they did this week because that's they also because they played this week. Monday, they played against Roger Williams University, lost that game 5 to 2, so not great. And then they played against Plymouth State at Plymouth, uh, in uh, in Plymouth, New Hampshire. Lose that one in a basically slugfest, 13-2. And then get blown out by Indicott College um, in a Beverly, Massachusetts. So they lost 18-3. Yuck. So at this point, they are now on a four-game losing streak. Not great. And then they play against uh, Rhode Island College on Saturday um, in Providence, Rhode Island. So a two-game doubleheader on Saturday. So, yeah. So three or twelve or twelve o'clock east or twelve o'clock eastern time and then three thirty eastern time. Both games. All right. That's it for UMass Boston. We won't go over rankings for this episode. We'll just wait until um, <clears throat> Sunday. All right. And then Augustana or Augustana College. So this week, so far, so they played against uh, North Park in Chicago, another conference opponent. Won that game in 10 innings, 16 to 11. So pretty good. Then they played Rockford on Tuesday. Won that game 10 to 6. So pretty good. Awesome. Uh, they were supposed to play Mammoth this week or Mammoth today. That game got postponed or canceled. And then tomorrow they will play a doubleheader against uh, my hometown's uh, Christian University, uh, Illinois Wesleyan. So yeah, so that's in uh, my hometown. So, but they will play uh, the fir- or first two games at uh, at Augustana, so in Rock Island, Illinois. So two game doubleheader, first game two uh, or two p.m. Central Time, and then game two whenever game one gets over, so thirty minutes after. All right, so pretty good. And right now they are twenty three and eight and seven and five in conference play. How much longer do they have the regular season? And I'm just wondering. Uh, so maybe Mother's Day weekend, they'll probably have it, the regular season done like that weekend. So a couple more weeks. Then the playoff times. Playoffs? <laughs> All right, so um, Tennessee Wesleyan. So they are now keep on rolling, four, 45 and 5. And 25 and 3 in conference play. So pretty good. All right. Let's see. They were supposed to play uh, Pi- or University of Pikeville on Tuesday. That game got canceled, so nothing there. And then they played St. Andrews University today at home for the regular season uh, series finale before the playoffs. Um, they are, but and they won that game eleven to four. Tomorrow they will play a doubleheader to wrap up the regular season. Um, senior day also, so pretty good. So first games at 1 p.m. Central time or 1 p.m. Eastern time, and then game two whenever game three gets over. As I said, 30 minutes. So yeah, at home to wrap up the series. 
So awesome. Wrap up the season before the playoffs. All right. So uh, Florida Southwestern State they played against. Uh, so they are now 40 and 14 at this point and 24 and four in conference play. So, yeah, let's see. Let's do, 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 do. All right. So Monday they played against SAA uh, College of Miami. Won that game nine to nothing, and then Wednesday or Wednesday they played against uh, State College of Florida for the regular season finale as they won fourteen to five. So pretty good to wrap up the se- wrap up the season, and then just wait until wait until like when the regular season ends, which will probably be this weekend. So yeah, and then after that playoff time, yeah, and that's the and that's the. <clears throat> S or SCSAA state tournament. I think I think that's their conference tournament, I believe. <clears throat> so basically they'll face either the runner up of uh so basically whoever came in second in the Southern Conference or so. So all right. Playoff time. All right, let's go. All right. And then Tyler Junior College. So let's see, they don't have the to this week's games. Stats, but I can memorize it all right. <clears throat> so they played against Paris uh, Junior College in Paris, uh, Texas. Uh, they won the first game six to five, <clears throat> and then lost the second game ten nothing. All right, and then they play Navarro College on Saturday to wrap up the regular season. First game at one p.m. Central Time, and then second game whenever game one gets over, basically thirty minutes. And right now they are thirty-one and twenty-two, and twenty and fourteen in conference play, as what I'm making it out to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. All right. So that is it for your college baseball segment. All right. So we could probably go on the stats. All right, we go on the stats and MLB standings, and then wrap it up with also a uh, fancy stats at this point. All right. All right. All right. So standings. Here we go. So as of now, <clears throat> in the American League, the American League East. So it's basically Yank. Oh God, the Yankees are in first place. Fuck us. Ugh. All right. So the Yankees are in first place with a thirteen and sixteen record. Not great. Blue Jays are in second with a thirteen and seven record. I would rather have the Blue Jays be in first place, but whatever. All right. Um. Tampa Bay is uh, in third place with an 11-8 record. We're in fourth place with an 8-12 record. And in dead last place in the AL East is the Baltimore Orioles with a 6-13 and 13 record. All right. In the AL or in the American League Central, here we are. The Minnesota Twins. Huh, surprise. They are 11-8 and, and leading the division. In second place are the Kansas City Royals with a seven and ten record. The Chicago White Sox are in third place with eleven and seven record. They're surprising as well. Um, the Cleveland Indian or Cleveland, sorry, Cleveland Guardians are in uh, fourth place with a seven and twelve record. And in dip last place, surprisingly, is the Detroit Tigers with a six and twelve record. All right. In the West, here we are. So leading the division right now is the LA Angels of Anaheim with a 13 and 7 record. In second place are the Seattle Mariners with an 11 and 10 or 11 and 8 record. 
in uh so basically tied for third place are the Houston Astros and the Oakland Athletics with a 10 and 9 record. And in dead last place right now and ruining my chances of this pick are the Texas Rangers with a 6 and 12 or 6 and 13 record. All right. In the National League, here we are. So leading in the East right now is the New York Mets with a 14-6 record. So basically the best record in baseball right now. It's pretty good. Awesome. All right. Then uh, in four, in uh, second place are the Miami Marlins with a 10-8 and eight record. In third place are the Philadelphia Phillies with a 10-10 and 10 record. In fourth place are the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with an 11-9 or 9-11 or record. And in dead last place are the or, uh, Washington Nationals with a 6-15 and 15 record. All right. All right. In the Central, here we are. All right. Right now, it's the Milwaukee Brewers leading the division with a 13-7 and seven record. In second place are the Cardinals with an 11-7 record. In set, or tied for third place are the Chicago Cubs and Pittsburgh Pirates with an 8-11 record. And in dead last place and the worst record in baseball right now is the Cincinnati Reds with a 3-16 and 16 record. All right. In the West, here we are. So right now, leading the division is the San Francisco Giants with a 13-6 and six record. In second place are the L.A. Dodgers with a 12-6 and six record. In third place are the San Diego Padres with a 13-7 record. I don't see how – well, I, actually, it's losses already. That actually makes sense. All right. Uh, fourth place, Colorado Rockies with a 10-9 and nine record. And then in dead last place are the Arizona Diamondbacks with an 8-12 and 12 record. All right. <clears throat> Get out of here. All right. All right. I'm trying to think of something. All right. Stats-wise. All right. Here we go. All right. So, team stats. I think when – I think the next episode we'll do, we'll do, like, talk about, like, league leaders and stuff like that and basically who's leading, like – and also, like, basically maybe team – um, lead or team leaders and stuff like that and, like, stats because I kind of want to see where we're at in some of these categories, like, team-wise. All right. So here we are, players or player stats for team for the Red Sox team. Here we are. Sander Bogarts is uh, leading in batting average with a 392. Home runs is a two-way or two-way tie between Devers and uh, Verdugo with three. All right. RBIs for Verdugo with a 13. Stolen bases is a four-way tie between uh, Christian Arroyo, uh, Xander Bogarts, who looks like Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, JBJ, and Trevor Story with one. Runs, um, it's uh, Rafael Devers with 13. On base percentage, it's uh, Xander Bogarts with 416. Sluggy percentage, it's Xander Bogarts with uh, 527. And Ops, it's uh, Bogarts with uh, 943. Hits, uh, our leader is uh, Xander Bogarts with 29. Doubles, the two-way tie between uh, Kiki Hernandez and uh, J.D. Martinez with 8. So pretty good. Uh, triple, it's uh, Bobby Dahlbeck with one. Um, 
Walks, it's uh, Kiki Hernandez with eight. Strikeouts, it's uh, Bobby Dahlbeck at 21. Caught stealing, it's a two-way tie between JBJ and Kiki Hernandez with one. And then uh, games played, it's a two-way tie between uh, Devers and Verdugo with 20. And then at-bats, it's uh, Devers with uh, 83. All right, pitching, here we go. ERA, our our team leader is... Michael Walker with a 1.77. Wins, it's Michael Walker with two. Uh, strikeouts, it's Devaldi with 24. Saves, it's a four-way tie between Matt Barnes, Jake Diekman, Hanzo Robles, and Garrett Whitlock with one. Um, whip, it's uh, Michael Walker with a 0.93 or a whip. Batting average against, it's uh, Michael Walker with a, one, or a 143. Um, innings pitch, it's uh, Nathan Baldy with uh, 21.2. Complete games, nobody is leading that category because we do not have a complete game so far. Games pitched, it's uh, Austin Davis with 10. Uh, game started, it's a three-way tie between uh, Evaldi, Pavetta, and Waka with four. And then uh, basically, let's see, uh, losses, it's Pavetta with three. Save opportunities is the four-way tie between uh, Frazier, Diekman, Robles, and Whitlock with two, or Whitlock with two. And then earn runs, it's Pavetta with 15. And then runs scored, it's uh, Pavetta with 15. Hits given up, it's Evaldi with 21. Home runs given up, it's Evaldi with seven. And then walks given up, it's uh, Pavetta with 13. And then fielding. Let's see. And then games played, it's uh, Verdugo with 20. Game started, it's Verdugo with 20. Innings played, it's Verdugo with 177.1. Total chances, it's uh, Dahlbeck with uh, 127. Put outs, it's uh, Dahlbeck with 120 or 122. Assists, it's Bogarts with uh, 33. Errors, it's Bogarts with a uh, 3. Double plays, it's uh, Dahlbeck with one, or 12. Um, <clears throat> um, stone bases, it's a uh, Vasquez with a six caught stealing Vasquez was four stone base percentage. It's a uh, Vasquez with a 600, um, uh, pass balls. Nobody's leading that category, uh, because we haven't had a pass ball so far to, or, uh, wild pitches. It's basically a Vasquez with four fielding percentage. It's a six way tie. With uh, Brett or Jackie Bradley Jr., Dahlback, uh, Devers, Hernandez, Vasquez, and Waka with a thousand. And then it's a uh, range factor is uh, Vasquez with a 9.46. All right. That is your stat leaders. And next week, yeah, as I, or next episode, we'll yeah, basically do like the whole league leaders and basically, yeah, like team league leaders and stuff like that. All right, so we'll go to break, and well, can we wrap, can we, yeah, I think we could, all right, all right, let's see, all right, so, uh, fantasy-wise, let's go to MLB Play, so today, let's see, well, actually, this week, here we are, history, So let's start off on or Monday. So I was riding in with a six-game uh, hit streak. 
And now I got eight at this point as I had Mookie and, or Mookie Betts of the LA Dodgers and Kyle Schwarber of Philadelphia Phillies, both former Red Sox at one point. Um, so Mookie goes one for free, and then also uh, Kyle Schwarber goes one for free also. Pretty good. And then on Tuesday, that's where the streak ends. I had Hunter Dozier of the Kansas City Royals and Charlotte Blackman of the Colorado Rockies. Dozier goes uh, 0 for free, and then uh, Blackman goes 2 for 4. They able to start a new win streak on Wednesday as I have Brandon Nimmo of the New York Mets and Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Nimmo goes one for five, and then uh, Happ goes one for two. So pretty good. So I had a two-game hit streak at this point. And then today I had uh, Yanni Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays and then D.J. LeMahieu of the New York Yankees. Uh, Diaz goes uh, two for free, and then uh, LeMahieu goes one for four or one for five. All right, and then at this point, I now have a four-game hit streak. All right. <clears throat> Man, my force. It's getting... Yeah. All right. And then quick pitch. Yeah, I probably need to open up the... All right. Hold on. We're getting there. <coughs> All right. All right, quick pitch. Right. Or quick picks, yeah, quick picks, yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. All right. So Monday, I had uh, I uh, went one for seven. Tuesday, I went two for seven, and then Wednesday, I went one for seven, and then today, I also went. One for seven also. So not great. So basically an average, I was basically, yeah, I was basically five for, I don't know. I can't really, yeah, I can't really count. This is why I'm bad at math. All right. So here we are, wrap it up with fancy. So ESPN fancy. So right now. So. So the Oakland Bad Bars, they're now 2-0 right now. So they won their game against uh, – they won their game. Let's see. So they won their game against Team Rhodes, 363 – or 360 to 184. Then they play – and then they're right now beating uh, Team De- or Demon or Demon, uh, 197-291. So pretty good. Awesome. So they're looking to go 3-0 so far. All right. Pay Rafa Devers, so they're 2-0 so far. And last week they beat uh or they beat uh, Team Reyes 261 to 237. And then they're beating uh DH Fing Agreed 179 to 164. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. Um Arthur Reed's a GOAT right now, or uh they are now 2-0 so far. See and then let so as I said last week the team be, or be team Hopkins three hundred fifty two to one hundred eighty four and currently right now they're being team Matt one hundred eighty three to one hundred sixty two so pretty good awesome 
Um, and no, and then uh, dancing on my own. Unfortunately, they get their first loss of the year, so they are now one and one so far. So they lose to Brew Crew. 278 to 216. And currently, right now, they're do- losing the team click 298 to 246. So they're looking to be one and two right now. Not great. All right. The wearing of the green. So they are uh, lost their first game also. So they are one and one as they lose to uh, Davenport River Rocks 349 to 213. So not great at all. And currently, but currently right now they're beating uh, Chicago Jets one hundred ninety nine to one hundred fifty two, so awesome. All right, the Yankees lose. So right now, so they are one and one right now. So not great. So currently, right now they so they lost the Crosby Cement Mixers three hundred eighty one to two hundred eighty nine. So and then they're beating or then they're beating Team P. 177 to 173. So they're make so they're looking to try to bounce back from this week. So pretty good. All right. So that's it for ESPN Fancy. Let's go to Yahoo and then we'll have to go to break real quick. All right. All right. So the 3-0 take. So let's see. Week. So right now they are crap. Maybe we'll go to break. Let's just go to break. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So we're back. All right. So, yeah, I just need the rankings or uh, the standing or uh, records and stuff like that. All right. So the Frio take, they're 2-0 right now. So they won their game last week, 7-2 to the Iron Pigs. And currently right now this week, they are beating uh, 6-4-3, 8-2. Awesome. Pretty good. All right. And then Dom Bridge. They are 0 1 and 1. So one win and one tie or zero or zero wins, one loss, and one tie. So not great. So last week they lost to Pinstripes 8 to 1. And currently, right now, this week, they're losing to my nice team 7 to 3. So not great. So probably gonna be 0 2 and 1. So yeah, at this point. All right, and then section ten, they are one and one, and so so basically they lost last week, or oh, actually they won this last week, so they beat Rockets uh, or Rockets four to three, and currently right now they are uh, losing the Clam Slam. What a name, eight to two. All right, starting nine, they are zero and two right now, so not great. So basically, they lost their uh, last week's game to Guadalupe hitters eight to two, and then this week they are currently beating Sean S's expert team five to four. Yeah, that's the name for the team. Right, the Royal Rooters, so they are one and one right now. So they probably so they lost their game last week. The Cubs, yes, eight to two. And then this week, right now, they are currently uh, beating 1974's Bull Team six to two. So pretty good, awesome. So ready, just looking to bounce back. All right, and Colin Poppy, they're one and one right now. So let's see this week what they did last week. They lost to Noah's Nice Team six to four, and currently, right now, they're beating 
RBG's team or RBG six to three. So pretty good. So they're looking to bounce back. All right. That's it for fancy. <clears throat> All right. That is it for that for fancy. All right. Let's wrap it up with the series look ahead. All right. Your series look ahead to the Baltimore Orioles series. This is the last series before on this uh, 10 game road trip before we head back home to Fenway. So this is against the Baltimore Orioles. Friday, it's going to be a 6.05 start. So basically 6.05 is my time, central time. So we got Rich Hill on the mound. And so he is 0-1 so far with a 4.85 or 4.85 ERA. Hopefully he's looking to bounce back in this game. So hopefully, uh, well, I mean, he did well in the last game. In the last start, he had it in Tampa Bay. Let's see. Yeah, looking for his first win, though. Uh, Orioles starter, we do not know yet. TBD, so nothing yet. And then uh, then on Saturday, it's also another 6.05 start. Um, Nathan Valdi will get another start. He is, he is 1-0 right now with a 3.32 ERA. So pretty good. So last time out, he did pretty good. Did pretty good. Well, he did give up a couple of runs, though, as I said. Um, Orioles starter, TBD also. So nothing there. And then Sunday, 12.05 start. So basically 12.05 Central Time. Nick Pavetta, he's looking to get his first win of the year. So he's 0-3 right now in the 8.27 ERA. Uh, did okay last time. Did give up a couple of runs. So, yeah. Um, and then basically same also for the Orioles TBD. We do not know. And that will be it. And then an off day on Monday. And then, then we hit back home. All right. All right. And then the weather look ahead. Let's look at the weather in old Baltimore in the old Bay. That, well, actually, that's San Francisco. Never mind. All right, never mind. I basically just took something out. Yeah, all right. Baltimore. Come on. All right, sorry. I'm talking to myself and cursing. All right, Baltimore, Maryland. Here we are. All right. So, Friday night. Come on. Friday night, it'll be 41 degrees, clear sky, so a pretty good night to play baseball. All right. Um, five to 10 mile per hour wind, so nothing really bad. All right. Then um, Saturday night, it's going to be 46 degrees, a few clouds from time to time, um, wind light and variable. But Sunday, the. Got cloud or cloudy skies early, a few showers developing later in the day. Uh, be 69 degrees, winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. It is supposed to be 30%. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to get like, yeah, but that's all right. Hopefully, we'll get a game in by then. But we'll see. I mean, at this rate, I mean, at this rate, I mean, the Red Sox with them playing this way, I feel like. Maybe a rain, maybe a rained out game won't be totally too bad. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm really hoping I don't really do too much about this year. Try to pray for rain to happen, kind of deal, like a rain out game. 
But this Red Sox team isn't really giving you too much hope for. They really just aren't. They're kind of making you kind of like they're kicking in the guts kind of deal. Or punching in the gut kind of deal. It just isn't fun anymore. Anyway, I was just looking at something. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so just, I don't know. I just kind of, yeah, I just hope that, and they will figure it out eventually. They will figure it out eventually. It's just, it's just a matter of when is the factor. Hopefully they figure it. That's what I'm kind of hoping. I hope they figure it out this weekend because this team really is not that good. This uh, Baltimore Orioles team, this team is a lot worse than we are. So we should be able to get a win, but going into the division rival, and sometimes they kind of do kind of basically kind of do play better again or play because, yeah, they kind of do give us some trouble too. So, yeah, well, hopefully we'll get a dub. Serious dub. But just hope and pray. All right. That is it for the show all right thank you guys so much for listening thank you for giving this opportunity to share keep doing what i love subscribe ring review on apple itunes give us a five star review if you can follow the show on twitter at red underscore charter then follow the show on tiktok at or at lowercase under, or lowercase socks illinois then follow the show on instagram also at lowercase socks illinois and then follow or like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter, and then follow the show on Spotify and Apple. All right. That being said, I believe that I will about do it. All right. See you guys Sunday night. Bunyana.